All right, y'all. We live in direct episode seven, Father's Day edition. I'm in the room with my man, Sarone to my left, and Isaiah Thomas to my right. What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there in the audience. Yes, sir. Happy Father's Day to my father. Um, yeah, so we've been missing in action for about three weeks, and uh, now we're back in. Back in effect, we missed a lot of content, though. A lot of content, and we're gonna try to get as much as we can on this episode. Uh, but I feel like we traditionally start off with sports, so with the NBA season ending and the Warriors beating the Cavaliers. Yeah, I was almost right about that. I did call that early in the year, but I thought uh, Curry would be the MVP. But I think um, when you look at how the finals played out, the MVP could have went either way. Yeah. I wouldn't have been mad if it would. It was anybody else? It was either Durant or stuff. But I, no one is talking about the fact that, and I saw footage on this on social media on Instagram of Steph Curry crying after Game Three, Game Three where he only had 11 points and Durant had 43, 44. He knew, he knew. And I think like he's gonna get the MVP based on his performance in that game because he knew it'd be over in four. I missed that. I didn't see that. A lot of people missed it. That's why I'm bringing it up. Is a lot of people missed it. Steph, Steph was walking to the locker room. And Iguodala had his arms around him, like talking to him. And he had, and he was about to see some of the people that he knew, like his peoples. And he did it with his jersey, covered his face with his jersey, and wiped his tears away. And, I, and 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 a lot of people were like, yeah, well, you know, trying to justify the fact that he had a bad game. But I'm, but I'm thinking like, if you're a selfless player, then you can ignore the fact that you had 11 points in a game, and that. Durant and celebrate more that Durant, one of your teammates, had 43 points. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly what you got. That's exactly what you got uh, Kevin Durant for. I mean, I, I need to see the video. I'm not going to comment until I see the video. Um, but I do think if that's the case, it could be disturbing a little bit. It can be, right? It could be a little disturbing, especially. When you look at where they are as a franchise, I understand why you want to win it. Understand what it means to your legacy, but yeah, it can be. It can be. I, I mean, outside of that, though, I think because of the because of the sweep, I think that kind of forces LeBron's hand to be out of Cleveland, and um, I think LeBron going to LA. I mean, in the beginning, I thought he was going to the Sixers, but I bet LA is the move now. I mean, if you was LeBron, you probably thinking right now like you want to live your best life. You want to live your best life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's 2018. It's a new day. It's a new day. This is not uh, This is not uh, John Stockton and Carmelo. We're not staying with one team for the rest of our lives to try to bring your franchise. Like, uh, a lot of the NBA players nowadays, they're, they're, more, uh, they're more independent. Like, you know what I mean? Self-thinking minded or, or whatever. So, you know what I mean? They're always thinking shit. As far as Brian, he's going to do what's best for him, which a lot of the reports are leading him to LA right now, but um, I mean, do you still want him to come to the Sixers? Oh fuck yeah! I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nigga from Philly. You know I'm a nigga from Philly, and him coming to the Sixers would be amazing. We all know that it would be amazing, Sixers fans. Where it would be amazing for him to come here and to uh, provide his support. Like, okay, we'd be like, okay, no, but then we'll probably have. And then Dario Sarge will probably won't get more time, but like, 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 bro, Dario Sarge or LeBron James, like, right. come on, like, like, we want best for our team. Even though 
You know what I mean? A lot of us, and I feel Sixers fans, but I've been hearing y'all a lot lately, and I feel and I feel y'all where y'all coming from when y'all say y'all want a championship more homegrown. But um, but this was this was part of the process from the beginning. <laughs> Tank a couple seasons, get a couple of high draft picks that would attract a star. This was the missing, the last piece to the puzzle was getting attracting a big star. So, I just don't understand how... I mean, I think you got a better chance of getting Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I know he wants to go to L.A., but the thing is is that, you know, I I doubt very seriously that Greg Popovich is going to allow Kawhi to dictate where he's going. So, you figure when you think about, like, Greg Popovich, his relationship with Brett Brown, the fact that he wouldn't want Kawhi in a Lakers jersey at all, let alone even, probably wouldn't even want him in the West. I think you could see a possibility of a trade like that. And the Sixers probably has some assets. So um, they could throw their way. So I can see him getting traded to Boston or Philly. Uh, but I think Brown goes to LA. I think Paul George goes to LA. And um and Kawhi. No, I don't think Kawhi goes to LA. I oh, think he okay. I think he comes east. Yeah. I don't think the San Antonio Spurs are gonna let just sit to trade him to a team in the West and have to see him. So it's not a player there. it's not a player option type of situation. He has I, one year left on his contract. I don't think they're gonna Oh, oh, he does. Oh, so yeah, so that, that makes the situation different. But I, I was going to say that I, I don't think that he's that they're going to trade him at all. But um, with that one year left, that you know, what I mean, they have choices to make: either trade him or lose him. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So, so I see him trading him. Um, outside of that, um, you know, uh, probably the the only other thing I see happening that's probably going to be big is I don't think Chris Paul is going to go back to Houston. He's a free agent. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't think he's going to go back to Houston. I mean, the Why type of money he wants is ridiculous. He wants max contract. He does want max contract. I've yeah, seen I think it. It's like four or five years. I don't think they want to give him that fifth year. Yeah. But like, it's it's hard though. Like, what other options do you have? Like, but sometimes when you sign those type of contracts with players, when you know, when you know by the time they get to that point, they won't be worth the money you signed them for. It ends up biting the franchise in the behind. Um. Okay. Okay, so from that standpoint, I would see, I I can see that, but um, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. I mean, it's tough, but there's not a lot of players like Chris Paul, also. So it's like you can say, but the only thing with Chris Paul is that you gotta keep him healthy. You gotta keep him. He's never healthy when it's when the most time matters. You know what I mean? He's always have. I mean, like someone shot him in the back of the neck. And Which is another reason why you kind of reluctant to give him the money he asking for, right? So if you you looking at it from a lens of Houston, where they're trying to sign somebody else or bring younger help, or yeah, you know that's it's tough to commit to that. You know what I mean? But I fuck with Chris Paul though. I can he, see. I can tough. see a Terry Rozier going to Houston. A healthy, a, a healthy. Chris Paul took him past the Warriors and that uh and that final Western Conference Finals. It was that shit. Well, was they didn't take him past the Warriors. They they never passed them. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying like in the situation, the only, the only reason that 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 they didn't pass them was because we don't know that. Oh, we do know that. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We don't know that. We don't no, know what. Can you make it clear as to what you're talking about, though? I'm saying that if Chris Paul was healthy during the Western Conference Finals. They would have won. They 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 would have beat the Warriors. I say that only because the Warriors had an injured Inkadala and he wasn't playing. Inkadala adds a lot to the table that niggas don't account for, and it's underrated. But fucking, he was out. The fact of the matter that all I'm saying is that if Chris Paul was was not injured, nigga, they fucking facing Brown in the finals, and I got Brown beating him in the finals. But I was like, that's that's another story. But yeah, like you know what I mean. I like. 
he, uh, I can see why, because I'm thinking of the agent perspective, right? You, Chris Paul agent. Right. You spitting shit to niggas. Like, you like, okay, look, listen. You're like, yo, you can argue the fact that if he was on the floor, nigga, y'all would have beat the Warriors and made it to the and made it to the finals. But you can only argue it. You can't say definitively that that's what happened. He was and, injured. Right. So that's part of the reason why you're reluctant to give him the money he's asking for because he's never... You know, taking you over the top, and I mean, I think this year was a successful year for him. I'm not saying it wasn't. I don't. I'm not really trying to knock him. I'm just saying because it was a successful year, because he's the elite point guard he is. I think someone will give him that 200 million or so that he wants. Fuck yeah, Chris Paul. I just don't think it's gonna be the Rockets. I don't see nobody giving. Why him not the Rockets? Well, if I was the Knicks, I would give it to him. 200 million. Yeah, if I was the Lakers, I'd give it to him. I'd give him and whatever I, he wanted if he was the if I was the Lakers. To Chris Paul. Yeah, absolutely, if I was the Lakers, absolutely I, not. See, but some franchises, <laughs> franchises, absolutely not. Oh, I'm, I, and don't quote me on the two hundred million, but the max contract that he wants, some franchises can absorb that type of hit and pay that that luxury tax. Yeah, like the LA, like the LA. LA. Like so that's what I'm saying. So if I'm the Knicks, I, I mean, if I'm the LA or the Knicks, and I got an opportunity to sign him, I would. So, how do you guys feel about how the finals uh, panned out? A sweep? Does that hurt or help? LeBron's legacy. I mean, I think it definitely uh, it hurts, hurts because yeah. he lost. I guess. Yeah, I think it hurts. I think it hurts a little tiny. It's simple. I think it only hurts in a conversation of chasing Mike. If we're not talking about the conversation of chasing Mike, then no, it don't matter because at the end of the day, while getting swept, he still showed that he's the greatest player in the world. Yeah. Like so, anybody who thought he wasn't the greatest player in the world, I think he showed you that this season and throughout the course of this playoffs. Also, not to mention. What happened in game one? They almost beat him game one. Right. What that would have done? What what that would have done to the confidence of a Cavaliers team? We don't know. We don't know. Especially a young team like that. We just don't know. We just don't know. So, you know, with that being said, what are our predictions going forward? I mean, I think as if I mean, I think there'll be Wait, a what? crazy free agency, right? I think we'll see a lot of movement, more movement than we've seen in a while. Um, but I don't think. Anybody puts themselves in a position to beat the Warriors as long as the Warriors don't make a trade. I think if they, when they're talking about trading Anthony Davis, um, I mean trading Draymond Green and Clay Clay Thompson for Anthony Davis, I think that would make them vulnerable. Um, But as long as they don't make no trades, they keep this situation intact. I don't think anybody can put anything together next year that can beat this team right here. Being though, beating the Warriors. Next year. Congratulations to the Warriors. Not really. I'm almost hundred. I'm almost ninety nine and point five percent positive that we have no Golden State fans on the. I mean, how do we listener. feel about Kevin Durant at, the, at this point? Because what I think is happening is that the fans are being the fans are actually being right, and and because you said as soon as Kevin Durant was traded over there, they would win two chips, and people were right. You don't. People didn't want to be right. Right. Because. It's a disappointment. Now, now you're bored. It's almost like so. What's what's gonna happen now? So, I would just love to know how people feel about Kevin Durant because I feel like and I, I hate him. I, I have a bad relationship. You hate him though. You I hate him. I think he's a bitch. He should have never went there. He's a bitch. I think, and he hurts. It hurts the NBA. I think one thing we know is that he's a guy who cares what people think about him. I think that's obviously the, yeah. That's the interesting thing you know about that. the situation. So I, like you, you know, I would be curious to what know what more people think. But what do you, what do you guys, uh, what do you, what do you guys want to put out there as far as predictions this offseason? season? I, I, 
predictions, hopefuls. I mean, I do. I, I think, I, and I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like Brian, if he went to L.A., that would be the sucker move to go to L.A. Why L.A.? Why? Nigga. If he went to the Lakers? Why explain. would that be a sucker move? Explain. So, all Come right, so, so, so for those who don't know, mm-hmm. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm a Lakers fan because of Kobe, right? Kobe, Kobe was yeah. Kobe was was drafted to Charlotte. But Kobe was, was Kobe was my nigga too. Right, and then you got traded. You want me hanging? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that? You know what I mean? Kobe was my nigga too. All right, so he Kobe brought a phantom with him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when he left, when he left LA, I stopped fucking with the Lakers and the moves that they was making. <laughs> look, look, uh, what you call it? What's his name? Uh, Bus. Yeah. Jerry Buss, but uh, no, who did he draft it? The young boy, point guard. Ball. Angelo Russell. No, Ball. Yeah. Ball, Ball was a bad pickup to me. Like. A bad? Yes. No. They should have never picked up it. I feel like they they fell in love with the hype that his dad was bringing. And they need. His dad be drawn. And they felt they fell for a trap. If you if you look at if you look at the way if you look at the way the picks in a good way, in out, a bad way. We do talk a lot about faults, but you know, Ball might end up being a pick that was a mistake. When you look at where Tatum was his rookie year, you look at where Mitchell is his rookie year, it I, might end up being that way. That's I mean, like maybe down the line, like you could argue that. I'm being, you know what I, mean? I mean, right now you can argue it. But then again, he's only a rookie. But you could argue it right now. You argue, because you argue, when you, you look at the, yeah, yeah, when you look at the career the alternatives, that, oh, yeah, sure, what, what sure. else was you? It was better options on the table. He he had a hot album that's out and that shit hot. I didn't listen to it, but that I heard it's track, hot. You mean? Oh, he. I, I think he. I, that's just I part. I listen to the album. I heard the diss track though. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like right now in LA, it's a fucking playground. Well, it's a show. It's, it's a, a show. It's a show. It, but like, watch, watch it, nigga. It's fucking LA. Some some people need to focus on just playing basketball. Yeah, like, gotta it's, be. It's, 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 it's get some be. basketball players first. You guys won like 30, 40 games last year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okay. I guess some basketball players. You gotta focus on that, man. To Get the point where part. you had people like Jordan Clarkson look good, and then you see what he did in the finals. Yeah, he looked real bad. When they had to come down and play actual basketball, it was really bad. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson looked terrible out there. He did not look like an NBA player. And I think that had to do a lot with the fact that what was going on in LA at the time was just out of control. It was just five people go out there and ball, do whatever, do whatever y'all gonna do. So they was just playing freely. But when they had to play actual offense and run a and play serious ball. Jordan Clarkson got exposed during in the playoffs to me, Excellent. and I feel like the Cavaliers regretted not having Rudy. Uh, not, uh, who's on his bench? Uh, Who uh, the the Cavs bench? Yeah, the Cavs bench. Um. Uh. Yeah, Nance. Nance started a few games. He started off the bench. He uh. The homeboy that came came off Hood. the bench. Yeah, Rodney Hood. So they, they're gonna regret not pick, not playing him sooner because. He could have been a spark. His confidence was shot in the playoffs. I think he didn't get that much time. Yeah, because he kind of played himself on a certain uh, event that popped off. But um, I mean, like as far as Hood, he cool. You know what I mean? But like before I forget, because Zeke Zeke made a prediction last year, a very bold prediction that I feel like would have really panned out this year. And that's okay. the Pelicans had um, Demarcus Cousins not got hurt. So it was turn- tough. So in terms of conversation of predictions in the future, pending a Demarcus 
Cousins' recovery, I feel like the Pelicans should really invest a max deal for DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, I think I don't know what they got going on there now because to even entertain trading Anthony Davis, like the rumor should have been that the Pelicans aren't interested in moving Anthony exactly. Davis. You know what I mean? So exactly. to even entertain it, you just wonder what they got going on. Again, I when I said it, the reason I said it was because the, of the the signing of Rondo. I think Rondo is like signing a coach. He's very underrated. You know what I mean? As far as how he thinks about the game and how he plays the game. Also, the emergence of uh, the other guard. Who? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. He had a really good player. He's been there all-star game already. He's been on re-emergence. I said re-emergence. I feel like he was hurt. His wife was sick, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I thought that. I I didn't expect to see this Drew Holiday in the playoffs. Oh, fuck it. He an all-star. He an all-star, baby. Sixes represent. But, you know what I mean? They got Blazers the fuck out of here. Blazers? The Blazers don't got enough pieces. But, you know, you know that, that's another subject. They need to just break that whole team apart. Oh, Blazers? Yeah, Portland. I agree. Break them apart. I'll take CJ and, uh, I'll I'll, take CJ and Philly. I'll, I'll uh, keep sure. Dame. Keep Dame. I'll, I'll take CJ and Philly. Keep Dame on that. Like, nigga, it's Dame. I mean, Dame had a very, 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 very bad performance in the playoffs this year. Very bad. That was an really? Absolutely. Look at that. First of all, he had home court advantage and court brooms. Secondly, he averaged maybe his average was down, right? So I'm pretty sure he averaged like five less playoff points per game in the playoffs than what he did in the regular season. Shot a very bad percentage, and he quit. You know, fourth game it was bad. Another team that should break the team up, Toronto. It's just not working. Well, they fired the coach as a symbol of please still try to believe. And he already had a job over yeah, in because, Detroit because. Which is no way they deserve to be fired. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was absolutely. just the wrong fire. It's Toronto yeah. is fucked up. Absolutely. So Lonzo Ball is not the only person that dropped music recently. Like over the last couple weeks, we've had like a lot of oh man, like, dope music drop. Overwhelmingly, yeah. overwhelming. Right now, my two tracks, two albums that that came out, I'm just obsessive playing back and forth. Is the Kid Cudi album produced by Ye and the Nas album. Also produced by Yeah. I actually like both of those albums. That's true. I really like the Nas album. Yeah. But I like both of those albums. That's uh, a front to back right there. It's, yeah. I feel like it's his best compilation where he didn't make the beats himself or had anything to do with the beats. Who, Nas? Yeah. But he, yeah. I that's feel like true. Nas always had the right bars and stuff like that. And he always delivered a mess. Okay, cool. But you have his to be able to question. Yeah, production to me is just underrated in the in, in, in the business, in the industry, because you need something melodic that's just gonna reach people's brains. Like the, the, the bars can they're gonna fall on deaf ears in, in my opinion, if mm-hmm. if you just can't some find some way where you can translate where I can enjoy the music in itself and then just let the lyrics fall in after. Yeah, I think Nas album is really it's really, I think it's really good. Um, it's seven wee majors. It's really good. Yeah, seven. you can tell. Yeah, you can see the, you can see the that Kanye laid hands on it. Yeah, I like the Kid Cudi album first album in a minute. Yeah, and uh, you know I'm, Kid, 
I always thought Kid Cudi was thorough because he makes those different type of. He's always humming on that beat. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it, for him. It's his twist. It's different, mm-hmm. but I, and but I fucks with it. Black Thor dropped the album. I thought that Jones do too. I didn't I'm even. I, I, I listened to it when you played it in yeah. uh, last time. Yeah, that's still dope. Yeah, it was I dope. fuck with that shit. I was driving with that. You are you guys are talking about the uh, Kid Cudi album? No, Black Thought. Well, we Black will talk about Black Okay, Black Okay, I, I, I overheard. I was distracted for a second. But, um, but, um, I haven't heard that any, any, any of them albums. Them Jones, you guys are saying that them Jones are hot? Like, them Jones are popping? Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah probably. You talking about the, the kind like, of no, good, good music? The Black Thought and the, um, other, and King. And Kate King Cuddy. And yeah, yeah. I like Wolf I, I listen to him. I ain't, li- I ain't listen to him yet. I like yeah, got one more album coming out, uh, Tiana Taylor's. Which I think is gonna be a good project too. She's very creative. Okay, and she, yeah, I like her yeah. sound too. Her sound is her. Sound. I fuck with her sound. And another thing, what I've noticed with the Ye albums, he got features on it, and he raps on it. So like even like, whereas though before you would listen to a Tiana Taylor, you would think it'd be a lot of Tiana Taylor. You're not gonna get this. I don't think you're gonna get that in, in this good music production. You're gonna get some Ye in there, some probably Push. Push was in Cuddy stuff. So what do you think of Ye album? I think it was great. Kanye? Yeah. Um, I haven't heard his album in like like five, six days actually. I gotta um no, nah, I don't lie. I, I already know. I fucking this shit was hot. This shit was hot. He like I said before, I've I've said this on record and in previous podcast episodes. Just since you listening for the first time. You know Out of all the releases, I like Ye's album the least. But you know who album I like the least actually is actually Styles. Styles dropped a new album a couple weeks ago, and it was just like, it was like. I was just talking about the Kanye West. Uh, oh, the Kanye West, West good music. Yeah, drums. I yeah. got you. All right, my bad, my bad. Because we threw Black Thought in there too. Right. Um, and Nike wanted to produce his drum. Um, but either way, man, Styles' album is just like you know, nineteen tracks of like O three Styles. Yeah, no, no evolution. Yeah, nah. yeah, nah. He don't talk that shit. Fuck no. He don't, he probably on a on a downgrade. And I like styles, career. man. Yeah, right. I like styles. It's just, I unless mean, I just, you know, unless you so can switch who, lanes who else, or some shit. Switch who lanes, else, styles, babe. Listen, who else lanes. comes under similar criticism? Like Pusher. You know how they always talk about. He always talk about the coat cool stuff. But yeah. what's the difference between Styles P and Pusher Career? Pusher Career was the inception of Pusher T's career came through Pharrell, a great producer, right? And I feel like he's been able to transcend through time because he felt he got lucky enough to be able to fall from Pharrell to Kanye West. I mean, I think you're not wrong. This, you're not wrong. I think I think before this album came out, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have talked about Pusha T that way compared to Styles because Styles has been able to transcend through time. I think this is the first time I've seen Styles drop an entire body of work that I'm like disappointed in. Really, me personally. Oh, first exactly. time ever I've yeah. heard like a piece of body work mm-hmm. from Styles that to me just isn't as good as it should be. Um, especially when there's other people that you know what I mean that you know they they still they still out here. Um, but yeah. So right now we're recording. Today is June seventeenth, right? So we're about twelve days away from a Drake album release, right? And we didn't even talk about Pusha's album, which kind of started the Drake and Pusha beef. It, it didn't start it, but it just it, carried yeah, it on. Yeah, right. It, it carried, carried it on. It, it, it actually, no, okay, so it took it to, it took it, it brought it to the surface. Again, exactly. Yeah. During a album mode Drake time. 
I don't know what album Mo Drake is, but I understand. That's that something that he brought attention to himself because right. he says it in a diss. Right. He said, "Don't come at me. I'm in album mode." Right. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck does that mean? It's supposed to mean like he's zoned in. Like when someone's creating music, right? You're creating a project. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm pretty agree. sure it's something that you already have it laid out, and then now he comes in with the distraction of a diss track, whereas though he needs to step out of that zone and now in focus on a reply because and he has to do it in a timely basis because which he didn't do yeah exactly which, which Jay Prince which Jay Prince cut it up but luckily it came on a Memorial Day weekend so an, an exception was I, I don't know I'm just I, I'm speaking for myself but I'm just thinking logically like we gave him the the, the, the benefit of the doubt by giving him extra time because it was a Memorial Day weekend but he did reply and he did not Disappoint with the W freestyle. No, them they don't was chilling. It was par. It was par. And you you were worried for Pusha T because we've seen this before, right? With me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Back to back. I mean, the shit was nominated for a Grammy. Right. What? That shit is like the ultimate. I love back to back. I love back to back. I love it all my heart. It was crazy. And we're all Meek fans, but you love back to back. Drake is able to make you like a diss track towards someone that you like. Honestly. About that comment you just said, like, I'm, so I I became a bigger Meek fan about, like, four weeks ago. I have no idea why. Like, it should, it should go hard for me. I don't know what it is. I just want to let that out real quick, but. How about the fact that he was in jail, his story? Man, fuck that nigga's story. Nigga, all that shit matters is his story. Like, what the fuck is, is uh, what the fuck is Kanye's story? Some bullshit. Like, all these niggas are fucking crazy in the head, and they're like, you know what I mean? There was some other shit. No, but, but no, Kanye West didn't do any jail time. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't on probation for 10 years. He didn't bring attention to something that needed to bring attention to. What? And About him being in jail? Yeah. I mean, I see that story as more think, as the judge, like... The judge, the judge is like... The, it just brought the, light to the, the judge. Like, you know, I mean, you come across people like that some time to time where it's like their point has to be proven. At the, you know what I mean? Like, but a lot of no people don't know that. I feel like it's more people that don't know that okay. than do. Okay, well, you know what I mean? They, they got to get on that. That's why they listen to our podcast so they can learn fucking that niggas be out here for them next. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they be, but, they be dripping. No, but they know now because, you know, Meek is it's blowing up. And I feel like right now, Meek... Is about to be the the next thing, the next the next movement because all the attention that that has been brought to a a, a line or, or a champion has has fallen. Like Drake took an L, he took an L to you know the Drake. I mean to push it to you because Jay Prince intervened and just did it everything and said that this beef needed to end. Wait, what? Wait, hold up. Bring that back. What was happening with with it? They was beefing. Right. Yeah. Right. This track. Jay Prince jumped in with like no red W freestyle and added on. Right. Right. Which put the proverbial knife in the coffin for Drake because that's it. He was done. His old head had to step in. That's how bad it was. And said that you know this is it's over. The question I have and we we may feel but we may feel however we may feel in terms of how it ended and 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 we feel like we got robbed of an opportunity of, of a good beef or whatever. Because it didn't end in the way it should have ended, true, but true, true. I just want to get to the point back to Meek that Meek brought that same attempt and the same shit that Pusha T used to to to, to finish uh, Drake is something that that Meek had already brought attention to before. He just failed 
at conveying that the right way, you know, lack of a better word. Like, his, he didn't have a good production team. The beat wasn't right. It wasn't hard enough. And he was talking about too much money stuff, which is not how you defeat a Drake. Pusha T came from a different angle. But the angle he used was the same angle in terms of topic of not writing his music. So not really being about that life, but you saying that you are. Okay. But here you have Meek, who is about that life. And he represents what? The definition of a real hip-hop rapper. And, and Meek is accepted by everyone in the hip-hop community. And now he's getting out of jail. I feel like he's really about to be the next one. The next one? What the fuck one mean? Like, you, the one is what? Is that in all at caps? Top. At the top. Top of what? Top Nigga. of the game. The hip-hop game. Okay. In terms of rappers. That's both. You know what? I see that angle. Where you coming from? <laughs> I see... You know what I mean? That shit hit me a little late, but I'm not thinking. I see that. I can see how that late, that late angle could work. Yeah, yeah. You well, know what I mean? This following is huge now, it's, right? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, so you had you had a billionaire NFL team owner of the New England Patriots come to Philadelphia, the team that you lost to in the Super Bowl, nigga. Weeks after the no way. Weeks after the Super Bowl ended, you're no in way. Philadelphia. To, this story really happened. Yes. Amazing. Yes, we talked about the Dallas time. Cowboys owner came to see in jail. No. Oh, I yeah. mean, uh, New England Patriots, New England, not New England Dallas Patriots. Cowboys. I'm tripping. Just New England Patriots. You know, yeah, just to confirm, I did know. I was just oh, hyping it up a little yeah, bit. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know. But like the fact you said that, it was just like, I was just hyping it you up. Had, I was, you had athletes in the Winter Olympics riding free meek on their, on their snow. That was crazy, right? I was hype bitch when I seen it. I was like, yo, this shit getting crazy, nigga. And to me, I guess to us, I feel it hits uh, it hits us a certain way because That's Philly. That's Philly. Exactly. That's Philly. And so that was dope as fuck. It made me feel good to even be from Philly. Okay. I agree. That's what's up. So like, Eagles winning the Super Bowl type feeling. Yes. Eagles nigga. winning the Super Bowl. And what was the soundtrack to that? Don't don't say it, nigga. Like, first of all. Funny, I mean, shout out to the uh, less agree to disagree. We still like we're all agreeing on everything tonight, but <laughs> that's crazy because I was thinking that. Yeah, I was thinking that. We even agree on that. that. We've been agreeing a little bit on everything tonight, but yeah. like you know, what I mean, the fucking the eagle shit. To figure the crazy thing is that I only had two shots this podcast, only two shots, but I'm feeling it, and it's. But what I'm trying to say is that. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What, what I'm trying to say. What was the name? What was the name of that Meek song that was played during? Dreams and Nightmares. Oh yeah, Dreams and Nightmares. Dreams and Nightmares. Ninety-five million streams during the Super Bowl. I can believe it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's Which top, is crazy because we all niggas. know that that song came out years ago, right? We just been heard that. Right? Yeah, you just yeah, and right. we all been loving that, right? When that joint two years ago, before the Eagles even won the Super Bowl, when that song come on in the club, everybody was going crazy. Like, it was Philly. started here. Yeah, absolutely. Playing the clubs here. Now it's being played. Now it's everybody. Playing the clubs you know what I mean? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the funny thing about that song is that y'all remind me into y'all remind me into a situation of mine where I was informed about that song. You know what I mean? Oh um, yeah, that's right. Cause you're a DJ. Um, yeah, I did from time to time, you know what I mean, here and there, but you know, you know what I mean, that's another story, but, <laughs> but it's actually on the, the DJ subject, because yeah. fucking uh, a DJ informed me of the situation, of the, um, 
Nightmares and uh, Dreams song. The, the Dreams and Nightmares song when it first came out. For, yeah, yeah. For, you know, first when it first, 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 first came out. So, um, my little brother, DJ Breezy, he, he called himself, you know what I mean? This shit, he was texting me like, he was like, yo, you gotta hear this fucking song. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Shout out to my little brother, you know what I mean? We fucking do this shit heavy, but he, you know what I mean? We, our, he hits you up. He's like, you gotta listen to this track. This our communication is, is not daily. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so all love was, whenever we do. So when the test came through, he was like, nigga, you gotta hear this song. <laughs> nigga, you gotta hear this song. Right. So he, he working at a spot, so he was like, yo, I played this on like five straight times. Like I'm like I'm like, nigga, you gotta chill, nigga, you drawing. Like yeah, you this can't song it can't be that hot. It can't be can't be that hot, but, but nigga, now you're curious now. Now you're curious. But now years later, it's like literally which I heard Meek Mill and some of his party and some of other parties say that, you know what I mean, that fucking um his shit, like uh the ninth grade shit is one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. That's period. Crazy. And it's, it's really hard to argue about that shit because it's really true, nigga. This shit came out years ago. Yes. Years yes. ago. Like a long time ago. So shout, shout out to me. He doing his thing. That's what's up. But uh, shout out to the Eagles also because they doing their motherfucking thing. And they fucking getting it in. And that's what's up. You know what I mean? But other than that, you know what I mean? What's good though? And, but despite all that, you know, <laughs> it's funny because where I wanted this to come back is it's a conversation started with the fact that Drake is dropping his album on the 29th. I still think Drake is going to drop some hot shit and I will be listening despite that. Oh yeah, fuck that yeah. Fuck yeah. Nigga, nigga is Drake. I feel like it's just, it's going to get swept under the rug and that's allowable because it's just Drake. With Drake is like, he's the hottest hardcore rapper ever and then he's the hottest pop song, Michael Jackson, uh, Demi Laveau type motherfucker. At the same time, Great it's like bangers. it's hard to it's hard to find niggas like that so, musically. Yeah, you know what I mean. That goes back into my theory That's with the with Kanye musically. West, Drake, um, Nicki Minaj, like niggas who's hot musically, or uh, even any nigga, nigga Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm Michael always, Jackson I'm, I'm, I'm was fucking little to, boys. That's the story always out with him. He was fucking little boys. Niggas nigga. were still fucking with it. The niggas were still listening to it. Nigga, that shit, come on, nigga. Like, the music is different. But, you know, ha- but you know what I mean? Once you have the sound, once you have the sound, and that's what I think Drake had. Drake has the sound, and he just knows how to flow to any beat, change the style up, very versatile. So, he makes the... He makes those club bangers look easy to listen to music. Yeah, fuck yeah. He know how to sing and rap and do the pop shit. Like, nigga, it's hard. You can never stop listening to it. <laughs> Musically. I'm dead ass. You never, even if you, like, say, no, worst case scenario. I don't say what the rookie name that came up in my mind. But, like, say uh, Drake fucking pop, uh, fucking, you, you had a fucking a co-worker that you fucking was going to work with every day and you was cool with him and then you fucking Drake popped him in the fucking back of the fucking head, right? <laughs> and you be like, damn, nigga, like, Drake, you fucking drawing. That was my man. He was cool. You know, you know what I mean? And then he come up with an album Drake's eight album. months later. <laughs> and then you don't listen to that shit. You don't listen to that shit? It's like, I gotta listen to it because he, he, I gotta, I need him to help me get, right. get off him. my <laughs> Right, that's exactly what's going to happen. Right. You're saying Drake can like, fucking murder your yeah. family member, and then you're going to listen to a Drake song to get over it. And Drake then, killing your family member. 
That's like third level. That's next level. I'm, I'm right saying what I'm a very deep compliment. Where I'm coming from as a DJ who listens to music all the time, and I love it all the time. And the louder, the better. Yeah, you sound like the professor from Rick and Morty. I don't even know who it is. It's, the crazy thing is Rick. Who watches movies in here? Do you watch movies? We all watch movies in here. I've been okay. doing a little better at Water. Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. Marvel excluded. None, none of the Marvel movies. That's not <laughs> true. I'm so deep into them. He did. He did. I'm saying, I'm saying that now we No, I've, I've, so I had watched them, but not like intentionally knowing that it's lineage. Like I've seen Iron Man. Okay. Like I didn't know it was a Marvel movie that was connected to these Marvel movies yeah. that all led to Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part I missed. Yeah. No one told me about that connection. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's opened your whole mind. <laughs> it, is, it is so funny to me. Absolutely. I'm it's all so in. funny to I'm me. I'm on the team. That, that, team. That's what's up, Mark. We're doing anything. Well, this is episode seven of Let's Agree to Disagree, which Five probably should have been called Let's Agree. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Let's Agree. Um, so I think you got it. June Z. I think we signing off. Till next time. Till next time. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.